Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to another episode of Beaks Corner. It's your boy Beaks, and I'm back in the building. You know the routine. We're out here, we're rolling, and we are moving. Listen, shout out to everyone that's been supporting, that's been following. Um, you know, I think we've reached 100 followers on, on Twitter. That's, I think that's pretty good so far. So we're getting there slowly but surely. We're getting there, we're getting there. So shout out to you, man, that have been following. Shout out to everyone that's been... Um, you know, uh, keeping up to date, progressing, trying to find out how things are moving with Beaks Corner. We're moving well, man. So shout out to you, man. Um, like I always say, follow me on the socials at Beaks underscore Corner. That's for Twitter. And for Instagram, it's just at Beaks Corner. Simple. So yeah, man, you'll find me on the socials. The thing with the orange logo, with the orange background. You'll find me. You'll find me, bruv. I'm always interactive. But yeah, man, listen, it's been a it's been an interesting week for sports, isn't it? Interesting, interesting week. Um, big up the Div- uh, Diwali um, people, happy Diwali for the Hindus, the Sikhs, I know you guys are celebrating um, Yeah man, another shout out to England, the the actual, you know, rugby, because the Rugby World Cup's going England are through to the final, big up you guys, keep doing your thing um, I'm sure you're representing us well, unfortunately for Wales, they didn't go through, unfortunately um, South Africa ended up beating them, so it's going to be England versus South Africa uh, boys, bring it home because obviously on the football side we couldn't really do that. Unfortunate, but yeah, man, big up the England rugby team. They're in the final. We'll just see what happens from there. Um, in the boxing world, um, Josh Taylor, if you guys don't know, uh, he ended up beating uh, Regis uh, Progress on points and becoming the unified IBF and WBA super light heavyweight champion. Can you imagine? Listen. Absolutely crazy fight. It was a really, really good fight. Ended up on well, obviously Josh Taylor won on points. So shout out to him, man. Um, even Chizora, bruv. Chizora ended up beating um the legendary price. Um the tower went in in the fourth round, it was too much. Um, I wonder what's next for Chizora, man. I don't know. Some people are saying, you know, he deserves a title shot. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. You guys, boxing fans, let me know. Get at me on the socials. What do you guys think, man? Um yeah, man, and obviously, it's the one-year anniversary of the Leicester chairman who passed away last year uh, around this time in the helicopter crash outside the stadium. Unfortunate. Um, so, may he soul rest in peace. His legacy will live on. And, you know, with how things have panned out, it was just so fitting, especially with the way... Uh, Leicester played this weekend and the scoreline but I'll talk about that later on Um, yeah man but Premier League is back again uh, another week Um, boy I'm going to start off with obviously the biggest game of the weekend which was you know Liverpool versus Spurs boy Um, Liverpool I mean, it was quite of a shock, wasn't it? It was quite of a big shock. I, I, I put it on, and then before you know it, flipping Spurs ended up scoring. Bro, 47 seconds came. Can you imagine? I don't know what happened there, but it just come out of the blue, bro. I'm just thinking, shit. I, I was like, raw, like, what's going on? It's just, it was like Liverpool just collapsed. They weren't expecting it. Nevertheless, though, Liverpool put the pressure on. Putting the pressure, putting the pressure. 
And um, obviously the pressure, Spurs were soaking it up in the first half. Boy, did their keeper flipping Gaza, whatever you want to call my man, Gazanida or whatever. Obviously, Spurs fans, you man can correct me. I'm going to call him Gaza, Super Gaz. Um, he had a really good game in the first half. And then obviously, he, I think he still had, for me, he still had a good game in the second half. But um, it was just too much. The pressure was too much. And um, Henderson ended up getting the equaliser. Um, that's Henderson's first goal in 68 appearances at Anfield. So dating back to, what, December 2015? Yeah, something like that. So you can imagine, bruv, he ain't scored at home since December 2015. Madness. And what a time to get a goal for the equaliser, man. Shout out to Henderson. And um, Liverpool ended up winning a penalty. Uh, it was For me, it was clumsy, innit? And, and fair play, the referee called it, boom. Who's going to step up and take it? You know the man, Mohamed Salah, and he puts it in. Keeper didn't even flip and move. Can you imagine? So for Salah, that's 37 goals in 43 Premier League games at Anfield. Crazy. It's a crazy stat. The guy is unbelievable, bruv. And no matter what you want to say, he might not even be in the game, but he just pops up with a goal. Penalty, not, if he's not even a penalty, he's there in and around the box. Salah's very influential for them, man. Um, and it's just proving it. And they've ended up winning the game on on a mentality base. I mean, shout out to Liverpool, man. They're doing their thing. Um, they realised they were going into this game knowing that they were three points ahead because uh, Man City had just won their game um, in uh, on Saturday. So they're thinking, we need to win this. I mean, we're playing Spurs. We need to. We really need to win this game. And that's what's happened. The mentality is stronger than ever. They're the European champions and they're proving to, and they're showing people why they're European uh, champions. Um, Spurs are going to be kicking themselves, man. They're going to be really kicking themselves here, man, because uh, I I don't know. I don't even know where Spurs go. The only thing Spurs fans can be happy about, I know you guys, I mean, you, you rectified your, your, abysmal performance against Bayern by beating Red Star Umbrella, whatever you want to call them, man. Yeah? You beat them, what, 5-0? Cool. But you, man, are forgetting, bruv. You know, you're expected to beat them teams there. Do you understand? So, when you're, when you're coming to Anfield, to score early, you got to maintain that. you got you got to be strong with that. And I just knew, the moment you, man, equalised, the way you guys were playing, you were out of shape. You didn't even know what you wanted, bruv. And I just knew, like, Fucking Liverpool were going to fuck you up the asses, bruv. Do you understand what I'm saying? Liverpool were just dominant, bruv. After you got that goal, you think, yeah, all right, cool, this is going to spur us on. And so it did. And that's why they won the game. And that's why they are going to be, they, they are challenging for the title. Do you understand? The only plus, the only pro that Spurs can pick out of this is Kane. And with, with Kane's goals and, you know, records, it's mad. And that's the only thing you're, you guys are going to hang on to. Um, Kane... Bruv, he's what joint joint third in the club's all-time goal scoring score, goal scorers list, hundred and seventy-four goals in two hundred and sixty-six games, crazy, crazy, and I salute I salute Kane, man. The guy just gets goals. He's a goal scoring machine. Understand? I understand that. You, you understand? Obviously, G, uh, Jimmy Greaves with two hundred and sixty-six in three hundred and seventy-nine. 
appearances and Bobby Smith with 208 in 317 appearances. But when I'm looking at them stats, I'm thinking Kane can obviously go past it if he stays at Spurs. That's a big if. Because the way, the way you lot are going, going, it's just, it's not looking good at all, bruv. It's not looking good. When when Poch goes, then we're going to see where you man are actually at. Because if Poch leaves, I would like to see who you replace. You man, a lot of you fans are saying Mourinho. A lot of you fans think you can get Allegri in. I mean, I don't know what you. I don't know what you'd like. If it, it'd be, it'd be great if you got someone like Mourinho in. If you wanted to win trophies, cool. Could quickly win you an FA or a League Cup. No worries about that, man. But Mourinho's gonna want peas, G. And for me, I don't think you're gonna, you know, be able to sustain them peas with Mourinho in charge. And you're gonna have to be delivering to Mourinho standard. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it's hella long. It's hella long. But it'll be good for Spurs to have someone like him to inject the winning mentality, to inject the trophies into the club. Because let's face it, Spurs don't win trophies. They, like I said, they don't even know how to spell trophies. They're just out here trophyless. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm not trying to belittled Spurs. I'm I'm not I'm, I'm it's, it's it's just the harsh reality guys. It's just the harsh reality and we have to face reality and someone that's you need some home truths man. You need some home truths. Um between the <clears throat> the matches between uh Liverpool and Spurs obviously the most Premier League goals is Fowler and Kane with six goals and Keane, Gerrard and McManaman with five. It just goes to show Kane he scores. This is your this is your legend, bruv. And I, for me, it, you cannot stay at a club and believe and, and think like, yeah, I've got two golden boots, it's all right. Gone to a Champions League final, that's it. That's the pinnacle of my career. Bro, Kane, if you ever listen to Beats Corner, yeah, sit down with your wife because you've got a child. You want to become the best. You want to achieve. Look at Alan Shearer, bruv. He's, he can actually sit down when he's doing punditry and say, I want a Premier League title. Do you understand? And he is top goal scorer of the Premier League. He went back to his... Bro, you can go. Go win a trophy somewhere else. Come back to Spurs at a later time. And just, just do that, bruv. Because Spurs, they just don't know how to do this thing, bruv. They don't know how to do this. And it's a shame. Do you understand? Players that players that Kane should... They deserve trophies, bruv. With all the goals. How, how, how many times are you going to dig your man out? But it's just too much right now. And with the way Spurs are now, you're now on the bottom half of the table, bruv. Uh, who am I to speak, bruv? My club was bottom half of the table. Not anymore. But my club was bottom, bottom half of the table. What can, I, what can I say? Do you understand? Spurs, man, it's a wake-up call. It's a lesson, bruv. You, man, you need to think who your next manager's going to be. Because with the way things are going, I don't know. You, man, can easily take Emery. All right, now I'm just trying to piss you off. But, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um... Liverpool, you guys, you're just on a roll, innit? The, the Man United draw, blip, cool. Spurs, who's next? <laughs> do, you, do you get what I'm saying? If I'm, if, oh, I don't even know who, who, who you guys got next. If I'm not mistaken, I remember I was writing down the predictions. I think you guys have got Villa away. Tough one, but, you know, we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. But Liverpool, you should be proud of yourself. You're doing your thing. Your, your mentality's strong, bruv. It's strong. Um, it's mad because the first half, I don't think Hendo had a good game. My boy WhatsApp me, he's a Liverpool fan, he's thinking, Hendo off, Hendo off. I'm thinking, yeah, man, I, I don't think he's had a really great game, especially in these big games. What did he do second half? He ends up getting the equaliser. It just, it just goes to show, mentality is there. It's just there, man, and you lot are pushing through. So, shout out to you guys, man. Um, the next game I'm going to talk about, usually 
uh, with these games, well, obviously, I always, I always talk about, you know, the big six, top six and whatnot. I'm going to talk about a team. I want to talk about a manager, whereas this side is trying to cement themselves in this uh, top four race. Southampton nil, Leicester City nine. Southampton nil, Leicester City nine. Bro, listen to this, yeah. I can't, I'm not even gonna go through the goals with you because it's so if you if you might want to see the goals, go see the goals, innit? Yeah, but I'll tell you who scored. Chilwell, Perez hat trick, Vardy hat trick, Tillemons and James Madison. Two players scored a hat trick. Two players scored a hat trick in one game for the same club. Can you imagine? To, the, like, bruv, this, that's only happened twice. That time and the other time was with uh, Perez and Pennant for Arsenal. And who was that against? Southampton. It's crazy, isn't it? It's crazy. It's crazy. And that was in May 2003. Mad. Mad. The, the, the same club, bruv. The same club. Listen, Leicester are trying to let you man know we are not to be messed with. Dare I say not? Ah! Are they not going to be challenging for the league? Ah! Fuck about. If I'm not mistaken, seven points behind uh, Liverpool. Okay. So why can't we put them there? If, if Man City is six points behind them, why can't they be there? Correct me if I'm wrong. Let's check the stats. Leicester are onto something. Leicester City are onto something. And I've got to respect them. I have to respect them. Bro, joint biggest Premier League win in history, bruv. They are joint with Manchester United when they won 9-0, bruv. Biggest away win in the top division history, bruv. Chat to Leicester, bruv. Chat to Le That's their club record away win, bruv. Notice, who was in goal for them? Kasper Schmeichel. 9-0 clean, clean sheet. Doddy's chilling. Who was in goal for Manchester United against uh, uh, Ipswich when they won 9-0? That's right. Peter Schmeichel. Look at that. Look at that. Bro. This is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Bruv, I feel sorry for Southampton. Some of them players are going to have to go back and and uh, uh, evaluate themselves. The manager has to evaluate themselves. That was embarrassing, bruv. The way Leicester were playing, popping it around, they got one, they got two, they got three, they got four. They, it was 5-0 at halftime, and yet Leicester did not stop. They said, relentless. When I was watching the, um, the interview after the game with Brendan, Brendan said, just keep doing it. Show no mercy, bruv. And that's what you should do. I, I actually felt sorry for Southampton. I, I actually did. I thought, rah, this is a bit too much. But then again, you men are getting paid how much? Bro, embarrassing. Embarrassing. Some of them are not going to be able to eat when they go home. They can't look at their wives in the, in the face knowing that they've just been pumped, been fucked in the arse. 9-0 at home. I feel sorry for them, Southampton fans. I, feel, I actually feel sorry for them. It is what it is. 
I got listen. It is what it is, isn't it? Yeah. Respect Vardy because Vardy is now what? Are we not gonna call? Are we not gonna uh, put Vardy as a Premier League legend now? Are we not gonna do that? There's certain people that you know. I was I've been focusing on certain man's podcasts and whatnot because I'm I, I like to listen to other people's podcasts. Uh, I'm doing my own podcast, but doesn't mean I'm gonna be ignorant and not listen. I like to I get clips. Even my boy sending me clips and he's like, "Yo, have a look at this or have a look at that." And certain men are saying we should call him a le- he should be uh, known as a legend, and so he should. What not Premier League title for Leicester City? He's a legend in his own right, bro. Twenty plus goals in 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 a season. The the guy who went on a streak and and, and went past and, and broke Van Nistelrooy's uh, record, uh, getting the most uh, most uh, the the longest uh, goals uh, uh, in each game. That streak was mad. Was it? Correct me if I'm wrong. Was it not eleven or twelve? Come on, bro. We need to respect Vardy. We need to respect Leicester. We need to respect Brendan. Brendan Rodgers, a man who managed Liverpool close to the title. Unfortunately, they didn't win. His his reputation was being, you know, diminished. Liverpool sacked him. He ended up going Celtic. He had to rebuild his, his reputation. Did what he had to do. Yeah, people are gonna say Celtic is a, is is it's in the Scottish league. What do you expect? But you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta beat who's in front of you. It's easy for you to say, yeah, it's an easy league. But can you go there and do what you gotta do? Me is me. Can I go there and do what I gotta do? I don't think so, G. I'd be fucked. I'd be fucked, bro. I've gotta be honest with my man. Brendan went there, one one trebles and trebles with Celtic. And now has come back to the perfect side of what he can manage. And look at what he's doing. Flourishing. Flourishing. With a squad of Leicester, with the, with the, with the bag of talent they have. In, 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 in Tillimon, in Sokoyoku, the defender. In Madison. Ayo Perez, who they got from Newcastle. They, they got Barnes on, on, on one side. They still got players like Damari Gray, who they don't even use like that. Gee... We got we got to respect them. They got experienced defenders in in, in, in the likes of Johnny Evans, play, a player who was mocked when he was being linked to certain clubs. For example, Arsenal. Arsenal fans didn't want Johnny Evans at that time. They said, "No, no, no, not good enough, not good enough, not good enough." And look at what my man's doing. And next to who? Do you see what what's happening here? Using what he, what's around him. Do not get it twisted. Leicester have peas. Leicester have peas. We need to respect Leicester and we need to respect Brendan. Cause God knows if Brendan ends up leaving Leicester and he goes to another club such as Spurs, God forbid, you know that. Well, you know what's going to happen. It would have been perfect if he went for Chelsea. If Lampard didn't take that job, the, all the youngsters would be they'll be flourishing as well. They'll be flourishing. So shout out to to Leicester who are doing their thing. Fair play to you, man, because, boy, I salute you, man. I salute Brendan. I salute uh, uh, Leicester. I salute the players who are doing their thing. Bro, and what a time to get that type of result on a weekend anniversary of where the former chairman died. I salute you, man, man. Fair play. Southampton, you guys need to be very careful that that's gonna damage their their confidence and uh you know where and their performance and whatnot. I think it's just gonna go downhill from here, man. I actually think that. Um, when I was talking about certain managers, 
I mean, certain clubs, you know, mocking and laughing, Brendan and 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 Johnny Evans, yeah? Let's go. Sipping on my OJ, got to drink my juice, orange juice. Because this one's going to be good. Arsenal. <laughs> Arsenal versus Palace. Okay. You, man. 2-0. Yeah? That's a good, good, good fresh orange juice I've got there. You took the lead. 2-0. Yeah? Cool. Socrates. David Luiz. I'm thinking, right, like, you, man, are doing bits. They give away a penalty. Obviously, the ref thinks it's a dive. He books Zaha. VAR says otherwise. VAR now goes, no, 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 that's not a dive. It's a penalty. And so it was. Mielovic steps up. He takes it. He scores. Done. 2-1. You're thinking Arsenal can come back. Oh, no, no, no. What happens? Andre Ayew ends up scoring a header. David Luiz, what on earth was you doing? Just bull watching, not knowing who's behind you, not knowing that Andre Ayo is behind you. You were bull watching. You were watching the ball go up in the air, not knowing what's around you. And what happened? How you pokes it in the back of the net with his head. There you go. Have it, son. 2 2. Obviously, Socrates, they all ended up thinking that, yeah, you know what? We've won the game. Um, Socrates ends up putting it in the back of the net. They celebrate as if they've got another winner, just like they did against uh, um, Victoria Sponge Cake during the week in the Europa League. Obviously, Pepe stepping up. Do you understand? And, um, you know, unfortunately, VAR comes into play. He says, nah, no goal because Chambers fouled Mielovic in the box. Obviously, some will say he's a bit soft. Was it soft? Uh, maybe, maybe. I'm going to be, maybe I'm going to be a little bit biased. I don't think it was soft. VAR's there, he calls it, there you go. 2-2. Two, two. Now, during that game, big up Shaka as well, yeah? Shaka got subbed off, and your fans, Arsenal fans, were booing him. Boo, 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 boo. Donny put his hand on his ear. I don't know if you remember when Mourinho was doing that, he did that celebration. And he did that with, he did that with his hand on the ear. He said, what? And he told the fans to fuck off. Bro. The club captain told the fans to fuck off, took off his Arsenal shirt and went down to the tunnel. Bro, it's a madness right now, Arsenal Football Club, isn't it? It's a madness, bruv. Now, some of you might be listening and thinking, what the fuck is this guy talking about, yeah? But let me, let me, let me enlighten you, right? If you go back to my previous podcast, you'll realise that I've been saying that there's a bit of a problem there with Emre and Arsenal. If there's a bit of a problem. I don't know. I can't. I couldn't put my finger on it at that time. Uh, yes, I did say the defense would still be their problem. However, I, st- I just thought you know maybe there's something else going on. And yes, it's now open to Arsenal fans. And Arsenal fans, Emery out is now starting to come out. Emery out. Emery out. Emery out. Fam, all I can say is that I, I told you so. Aubameyang's goals were covering the cracks. The late wins. And all sorts. But today they thought a late win would cover the crack. No, it didn't. VAR coming to play said, nah, 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 nah. G, you, man, that wasn't a goal. You're, this is going to be a draw. Emery has got to look at himself in the mirror because I've been interacting with Arsenal fans and they, they, it's like they don't want him. They don't want him. How many times has my man dropped Ozil? I never thought the day would come where Arsenal fans are pleading for Ozil to play. Back in the day when they said drop Ozil, they used to slay Ozil because of his performance. But now we, now they can see that having Ozil in a side like this with the likes of Aubameyang and, and Lacazette and Pepe 
would benefit the front the front three, and he's not he's not utilizing it. There was a video of of, of Ozil during the week. Uh, it was kind of like the Paul Pogba Mourinho situation where everyone blew it out of proportion. That's what happened in that video. It's kind of similar, and um, obviously Ozil posted like you know a laughing face or something like that to say like yeah it's it's minor or whatnot, but. I refuse to believe. I know there's beef between him and Emery. Hence, hence why Emery's not even using him. He wasn't even in the squad during the midweek against Victoria Sponge or whatever. Do you understand what you want, whatever you want to call them. And that happened. Can you imagine? So, Arsenal fans, you man must be really livid. I haven't even watched like your Arsenal fan TV. I haven't watched none of that. I've just come on here and I've tried to be brutally honest. I'm telling you, now you're saying Emery out, who do you get in? I mean, you got Brendan Rodgers doing a madness at Leicester, who you man laughed at at the, at the previous. Remember, em, I, they gave Emery a two-year contract. Yeah, Emery was not Arsenal's first choice. Who was Arsenal's first choice? Arteta. Even Arteta turned down Arsenal and said, "I'm going to stay here because number one, transfers. I'm not going to have no control. Number two, the budget. Number three is right now is not the time." And yet we can see what's happening. You think Emery's gone out and said, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend 70, 72 million pounds on Pepe. Do you think that's happened? Bruv, they've just done all their scouting and whatnot and they say, we're going to go for Pepe. Yeah, we're going to keep the fans happy. It's the same bullshit, bruv. This is the same bullshit that was happening with Wenger and you lot wanted Wenger out. Yet you man forget what Wenger did for Arsenal Football Club. Donny revolutionised Arsenal Football Club and now you man are singing Emery out. You're thinking, what was the point of getting... Now, some of you might be thinking, what was the point of getting rid of Wenger? Some of you are thinking, we need to move on, ditch my man and get a quality manager. If you're thinking you're going to get Allegri or something like that, count me out. I don't... I'll eat my words if you end up getting someone like Allegri, but you need you need managers who are gonna. Who, for me, you just need managers who know the Premier League or or whatnot, and know what they're gonna they're gonna try and change something, implement a philosophy because this Emery, whatever I don't know what philosophy man, my man's using. It's just random subs at stupid times, trying to change or rectify a mistake he made from the get go before the whistle's gone. And then boom. Bruv, Emery, I know right now, it must be trending. Emery out. I might be wrong, but hey. Listen, shout out to uh Arsenal. I don't know I don't know where you go from here. Because that draw must be it's a killer. It's a killer. And Arsenal now sitting fifth. Arsenal now sitting fifth. Man City versus Villa, 3 0. Um, I thought it was gonna be four, but hey, Sterling. Kevin De Bruyne and Gundogan, all on the score sheet. Sterling doing a madness. Um, what do you expect? Uh, it was a breakthrough in the second half, but you know what? Shout out to Villa because they tried and they give it. A, they gave it a go. You see, John McGinn. Yeah, now there's a lot of like. I remember United were linked with him as well. Obviously, United didn't get him. Everyone was laughing. You can't have someone like John McGinn. But he's proving to be some type of player for Aston Villa. And it looks like, you know, somehow we'll end up going for him in the summer. Because, boy, did he have a game. It's just the scoreline tells a different story. But if you watch the extended highlights, you know what I'm saying. Um, Fernandinho sent off. That's more centre-back uh, centre back problems for Manchester City. That's the last thing they wanted um, for uh, the centre-back uh, situation. Fernandinho, Fernandinho being sent off. 
It's now going to cause more problems, more woes. Um, wh what happens next? I don't know. But listen, Man City are keeping the pressure on uh, Liverpool. Um, obviously, at that time, they'd closed the gap to three points. But now, obviously, it still sits at six. At six. I'm going to re uh, rectify the pro uh, mistake I made. Uh, it's not seven. It's eight points between uh, Leicester and Liverpool. Um, but yeah, still, I still think we can put them in the title race for now. Um, even though Liverpool are doing their thing. You, bruv, in this in this league, you don't know. Hey, you don't know. So, boy, Aston Villas will be kicking themselves. Um, they did have chances. They, I think they hit the woodwork twice, if I'm not mistaken. But, hey, they move on from there. Let's see how and see what they can do when they're building. Uh, Norwich versus Manchester United. Now, this game was on a Sunday, obviously today. Uh, when you guys listen, you understand why I said that. Uh, it was a build-on. From midweek, Man United finally got an away win since the PSG uh, uh, away win in, in March. Um, and they build on from that. Uh, Ma uh, Manchester United 3, Norwich 1, um, McTominay, uh, Rashford and Martial and Hernandez scoring for Norwich. Bruv, two penalties missed. Not really happy about that. Rashford and Martial both missing the penalties. Bruv, that's been, there's been six penalties awarded for Manchester United and only two of them have been scored. Can you imagine what the fuck is going on, bruv? Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what's going on with that. I'm a bit upset with the fact that we didn't keep, keep a clean sheet as well. I think that's a bit stupid, even though I believe our defence has gone a little bit better um, from what it was last season. But we need to stop conceding these goals, bruv. But nevertheless, this is the first time we've scored more than two goals since the opening day of the season against Chelsea. Madness. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm happy about that, boy. Fuck. Rashford, man. Listen, Rashford. Um, boy, mad. This is his 50th goal for Manchester United since he debuted in February 2016. We all know when he debuted. If you don't know, I'm going to enlighten you. He debuted in February 2016. It was a Europa League game. Martial was injured. We had no one up front. So we brought, obviously, Van Hal must have brought, some, brought someone from the uh, academy. He said, boy, this is your time to shine. And, and so he did. And he ended up getting two goals that night. Rashford's got 50 goals. Uh, Martial with 41 and Pogba with 31 since Rashford debuted in 2016. Rashford is, you know, he's getting the goals. Some might compare him to Welbeck. Some call him Rashbeck. For me, like I said, he can either play up as a, uh, as, uh, as a striker with another striker up top with him. Or he plays as a, as a winger. He's not a lone striker, but, you know, he, he got the goals. Fair play to him. Um, and, yeah, McTominay, another milestone for Manchester United. This They scored two for their 2,000 Premier League goal. McTominay with the one opening opening um, <clears throat> the the, uh, the score the score line for Manchester United. Um, obviously, Mark Hughes with the first one for Manchester United. Uh, Andy Cole with a 500th goal for Manchester United in the Premier League. Ronaldo with a 1,000 goal, Berbatov with a 1,500 goal, and now McTominay with the 2,000 goal. Um, it's mad. It's a great achievement for Manchester United. 2,000 Premier League goals, crazy. That's a great milestone. But and uh, it, it's another win for Manchester United, and it puts them in seventh. It takes them out of the bottom half. They now need to kick on from this. I mean, I mean, they've got a difficult away game in Bournemouth next week, so we'll see how that has that pans out. Um, yeah, man, it's gonna be gonna be a tough one, but we will see. 
um, yeah, man, I'm literally, I'm happy that United won, but, you know, uh, it's Norwich. And if I'm being honest, you know, I don't want, I don't want to be getting carried away or whatnot. Some will say, yeah, but we won. I get that. But when push comes to shove and, you know, there's tougher games out there and we're not winning, then we're going to revert back to what kind of rubbish is this? Do you understand what I'm saying? But, for now, I'm going to give Oli where, where the praise is due. Yeah, we got the three points, and we need to kick on from that, man. We need to push on. You're now in the top half of the table. Push on from that, man. Don't look back, bruv. Do you understand what I'm saying? Burnley versus Chelsea. Burnley 2, Chelsea 4. Pulisic with a hat-trick. And Willian scoring. Uh, Rodriguez and McNeil scoring four. Burnley. Um... Bruv, Pulisic, listen, after being dropped, it looked like that spurred him on, being, him being summed off and whatnot, it spurred him off big time. Left foot, right foot, and a header. Perfect hat-trick. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's the first perfect hat-trick since, uh, for Chelsea since um, Drogba did it in 2010. So, yeah, man, shout-out to Pulisic. Captain America himself doing what he's got to do. Bruv, it puts Chelsea to fourth place, bruv. <laughs> do you see what happened? Do you, do you see? But before I talk about Chelsea, obviously Jay Rodriguez scored a banging goal. At first, I looked at it, I thought, right, it's a bang, bad boy goal. But the goal wasn't top bins, and neither was it. You know, like wow, keeper. Maybe Kepa should have done better. Some say Kepa should have done better. Some say it's like he couldn't do anything about it. But it's still a good goal. I'm not gonna, you know, discredit Jay Rodriguez. A goal's a goal in it, and from that, you know, not everyone can do that. So fair play to him. Um, and then Dwight McNeil end up scoring the second for Burnley. Yeah, so this yeah this win puts Chelsea in fourth, bruv. And despite everything, everyone saying that you know he's um, he's not gonna do well. I, I mean, I, I I was one of them ones where I thought you know Chelsea will struggle, but seven wins on a row, bro. Lampard's doing a madness right now. He's not even looking back. He's just doing what he's got to do. He's not. It's like it's like Chelsea and Lampard are not focusing what anything that's around them. They're just doing what they got to do and see seeing where they end up being. Do you understand what I'm saying? So fair play to Chelsea. Unlucky to Burnley. I'm sure they'll bounce back, but Chelsea right now are on hot on hot form, man. So fair play to them. Brighton versus Everton. Uh, well, this one was a good kind of a game. Uh, Gross, Mopay, and Dinya with their own goal for Brighton, and Webster with their own goal, and Calvert Lewin with the goals for Everton. Listen, it was a good free kick when I first saw it, but then when I saw the replay and I see that it's gone past, you know, Pickford's hands like a bar, I'm thinking, raw well, Pickford, you could have done better here, but fair play to Gross. He hit that shit with Venom, bro. He fucking lashed that, man. So fair, fair play to uh, Pascal Gross. Um, yeah, so it was 1-0. Obviously, Richarlison thought he equalised her. He, he got the equaliser, should I say. Obviously, um, Premier League have given that to Webster as an own goal. Um, Calvert-Lewin ended up putting Everton in the lead with 2-1. Really good finish, bottom corner. The way he slotted it in was really, really good. Um, VAR fucked uh, Everton in the arse and uh, gave uh, Ever uh, Brighton a penalty. Mopay ends up scoring... And then in the 90th minute, is what it is. Dinya with the on goal it was across from the, from uh, I can't remember who the cross was from, but he's put he's late he's literally put in 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 the six yard area, and Dinya just ended up putting in the back of the net, 
It's just, it's just unfortunate. Everton, bro, eyebrows are going to be raised for Silver, man. And Silver is on the ropes. And his next game is Spurs at Goodison. And this is a perfect time for Spurs to finally get their win away from home. Um... I think Silver's on the back foot. If he loses against Spurs, I think this could be it, man. But Everton, Everton fans, I want to know, or just fans in general, do you think it would be a good idea if Everton ended up taking Moyes back? I'm going to leave that there. I'm going to see. I want to see what your thoughts are. Would you? Would do you think it'd be a good move for Moyes to say, "I'm going to go back to Everton and see what I can do there"? Because let's be honest, he did a fantastic job at Everton. Um, but he hasn't had a job since the whole match to United um, Palava, if I'm not mistaken. No, he did have a job. He did, he did, he did have a job. Yeah, no, he did. He was at a, if he was that real sociedad. Uh, it's it's been a it's been a bit of a sticky one for Moyes, man. But I think if I if for me personally, if he goes back to Everton, things times have changed, man. I don't think I don't think it'll be a good idea. In that sense, I don't think it'll be a good idea. But I want I'd like to hear your opinion. I'd like to hear what you guys have to say. Do you think uh, Moyes going back to Everton would be a good shout? There's rumors of it happening. Being uh, happening. Let me know your thoughts. West Ham versus Sheffield United. That was one-one. Snodgrass with a goal, and Musay with an equaliser. Um, Sheffield United remain unbeaten away. But the only two teams to remain unbeaten away is Liverpool and Sheffield United. Uh, Sheffield United with one uh, one win away and four draws. Bro, Sheffield United literally were dominating that game end to end from start to finish. Do you understand what I'm saying? Um, West Ham looked all over the place. They just, they just didn't look up for it. But even though they took the lead, they just didn't look up for it, man. Honestly, when I was watching the highlights, I was like, fuck, man. West Ham, what the flip is going on? Musse with the equaliser, even though he ended up scoring the goal against Arsenal um, on Monday Night Football, which I didn't cover, unfortunately. But, boy, you know. And, um, yeah, Musse ended up uh, getting the equaliser. Sheffield with a better uh, Sheffield United with a better side, bruv. Sheffield United are doing their thing. They're doing their thing, and uh, fair play to them, man. West Ham, again, it's like a point. Yeah, it's a point, but we need to stop dropping these points. You know what I'm saying? We need to get these wins, especially especially when you're at home. No disrespect to Sheffield United, but you you know, I'm I'm I was I was expecting a West Ham win, but I was wrong. Watford versus Bournemouth. A nil-nil. Obviously, that, that was a good game, actually. If you if Obviously, you look at a nil-nil and you think, oh, no, nah, that's, that's dead. But there was great chances there. Um, but it just puts Watford, you know, still without a win in 10 Premier League games. Five draws, uh, five draws and five losses. You know, when are Watford going to get the win? I don't know. It could be next week. You never know. But we'll go through the predictions later. Um, I'm not going to say anything bad about Bournemouth because I know my team's playing Bournemouth. So I would like to say, even though I've called uh, Wilson a prick because of my FPL, I would like to say that Wilson is a really good player, Bournemouth are a really good side, and I just hope the best for them. I just want my team to win next week. Um, Newcastle versus Wolves, that was 1-1. Lascelles with a goal for Newcastle and Johnny getting the goal uh, for Wolves. The game was fairly balanced, to be fair. But Longstaff, Longstaff, Sean Longstaff, should I say, did end up getting sent off. I guess I guess they both deserve the point. Yeah, they can be happy with a point each. It's just one of them games. I don't know why that was televised and uh, Arsenal Palace weren't televised or Norwich uh, 
and United weren't televised. My dad was televised. I don't know, but I'm not going to disrespect uh, the fans, you guys, there's, I know there's Newcastle fans, there's Wolves fans that don't like their teams to be televised, and that's happened, so fair play. Um, yeah, man, listen, that is it this week. I'm going to go through the predictions for the next game week. Bournemouth versus Manchester United. Bruv, I'm going to hope for a win. I'm going to say 2-1. I'm going to hope for a win. That one's, that one's a tough one. <laughs> hey, even though we won against Norwich, that one's a tough one. Arsenal versus Wolves. This one's at home for Arsenal. This is Emirates, bruv. This one's a tough one. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to go for a draw, bruv. I'm going to say 1-1. I think Wolves are going to... Bro, I think Wolves are going to do a madness there. I'm not going to lie. I could be wrong, but the, the way things are going at Arsenal, I'm going to say 1-1. I'm going to write that down. So what? I've said 2-1 Man United, didn't I? Yeah. I've said 2-1. And I've said 1-1 for uh, Arsenal versus Wolves. <laughs> Uh, Villa versus Liverpool, I'm going to say, hmm, I'm going to say 2-1 to Liverpool. Yeah, I'm going to say 2-1 to Liverpool. Yeah. Brighton versus Norwich, I think this one's going to be a sticky one as well. I think, you know what, I'm going to say Brighton to win because Norwich right now, they're not doing anything. And I'm going to say 3-0 Brighton. City versus Southampton, bro, Southampton, the City might look at this and lick their lips in it, yeah? Let's think, you know what? Leicester beat Leicester beat uh, Southampton 9-0 at St. Mary's. We can do the same. City could look at that and think we can break that record and make it 10. I'm not, I'm I'm gonna hold back on that one. I'm gonna say 5-0 Man City. Reason being, because I don't think Southampton will allow anything like that to happen again. But I could be wrong. I'm saying five because I think it's gonna be more. Sheffield United versus Burnley. I'm going to go for a draw on that one. I think Sheffield United is a really tough place to go. Bramall Lane. Burnley a bit st- uh, stiff as well. I'm going to say 1-1. West Ham versus Newcastle. I'm going to say... I'm going to say 2-1 West Ham. I think West Ham will finally get a win against Newcastle at home. Watford versus Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea on a roll. I'm going to say... Chelsea like conceding as well. I'm going to say 3-1 Chelsea. <clears throat> Palace versus Leicester. Now, this is at Selhurst Park. But with the way Leicester are playing, nothing phases them. I'm going to go 3-1 Leicester. And Everton versus Spurs. Now, this is, this is a game where, you know, both teams are struggling. And I just feel like this win could be vital for any team. This is a six... It's kind of like... No, no, it's like a six-pointer for for each side. I'm going to say Spurs are going to beat them, and Spurs are finally going to get their away win. I'm going to say 2-1, Spurs. And that is my prediction for this week. That, that Yeah, that is my prediction for this week. So, boy, I think I've gone over time. I've gone over time, but it is what it is, man. Fuck it. You understand? Sometimes I can go over. You know what? In my podcast, I don't give a shit. Fuck it. So anyways, listen. Shout out to everyone that's been listening. Shout out to everyone that's been tuning in. You guys have been following football. I appreciate it. Got love for it as well. Um, Yeah, find me on the socials at Beats underscore Corner for Twitter and for Instagram at Beats Corner. So it is what it is. Big up the listeners. When you're tuning in, tell a friend to tell a friend, tell your mum, to your dad, to your family. 
listen, Beats Corner is on the rise. I'd like to thank everyone for always putting that shit out there. I appreciate it. Much love. You know what time it is. It's your boy Beaks, and I'm signing out. Peace.